All right, let me get in the zone. <clears throat> okay. All auto right. zone. Okay, yeah, I'm getting I'm in the auto zone. Okay. Howdy, fellas. How you doing tonight? You guys uh, doing right. good? Yeah, we're good. You yeah. having a good... I sure do love wrestling. You have you having a good night? Oh, that's fantastic. Welcome to Gangstock in our podcast. Uh, now, right off the bat, here I feel like I feel like I should be addressing the elephant in the room. Uh, it seems as though through some sort of some sort of cosmic uh, uh, event, or perhaps the thirty full ounces of steak, approximately that I've consumed <laughs> in the past forty-eight hours, has yeah. caused me to. Uh, uh, take on the mannerisms and parlance of WWE superstar Stone Cold Steve Austin. Unbelievable. And uh, no I've way. tried every method possible to stop this from happening. Can I get a hell yeah? No. Uh, hell heck no. no. Heck Be- no. Hell dude. no. Because I cannot stop it. <laughs> it's un- it's un- I don't know if this is a, a blessing or a curse. It seems like you're paying for some sort of crime you committed. This is definitely a penance. I might have to, I might have to commit 100 good deeds to go back to normal. Perhaps yeah, what are the, what are the, that's a lot of good deeds, man. So it seems mm-hmm. like I will be stuck like this for quite a while. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'll just be taking a quick sip from <laughs> this ice cold Bud Light margarita. Oh uh, no! I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. It's Don't a ma- do it. it's a mango Rita. I didn't hear that. I'm just gonna take a take a quick sip right now. He's mad. No. Oh no! Oh, oh no! His, his oh, power's no. being sapped from him. Oh my god! No! <laughs> no! This is the work of Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want you in SummerSlam. Ah. Uh. That was delicious. Oh. That was the most incredible story that I have ever witnessed in my. That was a full arc, kind of in three minutes. Yeah, I know. At the beginning, it was a dark middle chapter where it <laughs> seemed like you would never be able to undo what was been wrought on you. But I laughed, I cried, I gave it two thumbs up. Thank you. Mm. Um, Good shit. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm sick, so uh, I decided the best way nice, to cure this. Nice, bro. Fucking is, sick. Oh, the only way to cure. Um, to cure this is through drinking vodka and energy drinks at the same time. So oh, uh, I drank my energy nice. energy drink earlier, but I do have vodka. Also, I f- was not on the backup recording. I was not recording any of that. Oh, so man. make sure you don't that's lose fine. that first bit. Oh, because no. that's gold, son. Oh, no. High quality. Can't lose that. Right yeah. Uh, I'm currently getting my way through a Mickey's forty ounce. <laughs> oh. You guys have continued continued on the Mickey's, huh? This is the first time that I've ever drank uh, malt liquor in my life. 
and it is distinctly okay. <laughs> <laughs> distinctly it's, beer-like, but like not quite as good, but very cheap. It's a, it's a step above Natty. Sure. I will say that. That's not an incredible step. It doesn't take much to get that step above Natty, but it's... I I will try to finish it's, this. It, the last quarter is pretty rough, I find. Ooh, I, unless you have a, something to make it cold. Yeah, yeah that no. Last, you need an, really, yeah. you need an ice box. Somebody needs to bring you a bucket yeah, full of ice cooler. that you get to rest your 40 in between the sips. Yeah. Oh, yes. You need to get that well, high gravity, too. For my multi- should yeah. I mm. should I pour Perfect. some of my my gin that I bought while we were in Japan into my Rockstar energy drink? Make sh- as long as you get the pouring sound on Mike, yeah. Okay, um, absolutely, please. Yeah, we need those juicy. ASMR Was it? Sounds. Wait, is this a expensive gin? No, I mean we bought it. I bought oh. it for like thirty bucks while we were there. Oh. Okay. Um, anyway, yeah, we got Nick on this episode. Hello, Nick. Greetings, fellow friends of America and other such countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a this is an American pop. Goddamn, this is a podcast exclusively for the. I'm uh, so proud the armed services. to be part of this American podcast. It is my civic duty <laughs> the stone to cold. record myself <laughs> in this podcast. I didn't talking about Japanese animation. I didn't. I didn't, my God. I didn't eliminate the stone cold. I transmitted it over the wires. It's like and in the got, Exorcist. Now you got jump sort of the. You've got sort of the 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 sulking sort of grumbly strain of Stone Cold. Mm. Latter day. It's, uh, it's uh, it's it's all method, you know. Um, you first have to think from the outside in, you know. You have to uh, make your appearance like that of uh, Mr. Austin, and then you just work on the character building. And you need to drink a what lot of really cheap beer. That's oh yes, Stone that Cold's is thing. that is very. I mean, I got myself a Mickey. Exactly, that'll do it for you. When Stephen and I were it's watching the, the Mummy 2017, we came up with a narrative <laughs> that the entire movie was a, hallucin- a hallucination of Tom Cruise's after he drank too many Bud Light with limes. Mm. And that made the movie very funny. I feel uh, Makes sense. Yeah. Somehow manifested Russell Crowe. God damn. It's like, Every, an, it's like an inverse beautiful mind. Russell Crowe is the hallucination this time. I, I, I will say to this day, I have not the least bit of regret watching that movie in theaters. Oh, you saw it? That was... I saw it in theaters. Oh, yeah. that's great. I don't think I've talked about this um, on the podcast yet. That movie's fucking uh, out of control. I watched it thinking movie, it would just sort of suck. I, for, it, 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 here's what I... It's... What I came up with, it is... It's the... It's the Tropic Thunder version of The Mummy. At, you know, at the beginning of Tropic Thunder where they have all the fake movies. It's okay. just that. Cause, or, or it's like, okay. remember, you know, in Big Fat Liar, they have the fake Big Fat Liar movie where, like, everyone's all super hot. You know, like, sure, The sure, guy sure. playing Frankie Muniz. Yeah, 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 yeah And yeah. it's, like, corny, and the guy's, like, smiling real big, and it's and he's real cool. It's like that. It's like a parody of The Mummy. You're looking oh. at Tom Cruise, and he's, you'd think that he's supposed to be Brendan Fraser, but he's, like, way too, care- his smile is, like, way too obnoxiously big, and it, and it looks like a fake movie that was in, within a movie, and, like, it would... In that movie, you would like cut to, like Brendan Fraser on the set going, "Oh come on, you know." You did like, this to me. It's it's like yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah. It makes sense. I mean, the director of the Mummy um, has had a very storied career, writing uh, some of the best movies we've seen, like uh, Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen. Classic. Wait, which one? That's um, the second one, right? 
The second one. Classic. I watched watched that one on the bus uh, in uh, marching band on the way back from New York City, I think. Uh, You said uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yes. Oh, the, oh um, I love Dr. Octopus. That's a great film. You know, that's... Uh, should we tell him or should we let him leave in this, mm. this live? <laughs> uh, no, I watched it. I watched The Amazing Spider-Man 2 2014 in theaters. And when I saw Dr. Octopus on the screen played by um, chubby, you know, Dono or whatever... <laughs> Um, That's the first thing you're going to tell the world about the amazing, talented acting ability of Alfred Molina. Alfred, yeah, him. Chubby? Is that all that he brings to the world of cinema? Yes, actually. Oh, you know what Amazing Spider-Man 2 does have in it? Oh, he was in Gravity Falls. Uh, You know what Amazing Spider-Man 2 has in it? And by Amazing Spider-Man 2, yeah. Um, Oh, well, it, it has... Isn't that the question of the day? Uh, yes, great line, great line. It's a, uh, it's got one Paul Giamatti oh, and, the, and the soundtrack. Paul Giamatti. That's Paul right. Giamatti. That's right. Paul Giamatti oh, plays right. right now. He's, he's the not. He's an over-the-top Russian man. The part of the movie uh, that they cut, but somehow kept thirty seconds of for some reason. We, I will get you a spider. <laughs> we've been watching. <laughs> if the whole movie was that, it would have been so much better. We've got. We've been watching uh, John Adams, the miniseries from two thousand eight. Uh, Oh Christ! And, uh, and <laughs> so remember when John Adams turns blue and he looks in the mirror and he goes, ah! <laughs> "I'm blue, da boo dee da." Oh wait! It all comes back no. around. Everything's got Paul Giamatti in it. Now, not really. No. Oh, oh, I just named no, another here, movie with Paul here's Giamatti. Because you said "Big Fat Liar." Earlier yeah. in making reference, oh, I already and then, said, I made a reference. Here's to, the thing: yeah, yeah. I was, I was make, thinking about Big Fat Line. I was going to make a reference to Saving Mr. Banks, which is a film about making Mary Poppins and the creator of Mary Poppins being dissatisfied with the final product. And in that movie, huh. Paul Giamatti plays the driver of the writer of Mary Poppins. He's everywhere. Wow. That's right. He's all over the place. He's our guardian He's a, angel. I forgot that he was in that movie. Is he in um, Con Air? No, that's that's Paul. He was that's in Fred um, Claus. <laughs> there we go. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> um, hmm. um, he, he was in Sideways. It's me, Paul Giamatti. I don't like Merlot. <laughs> he's a he's a treasure, national treasure. Was he a national treasure? I oh, and he'll be in the third Probably one. Probably not. Which is uh, coming soon, very soon. They're writing it as is we it a speak. Soft, soft reboot. Please, I will uh, gushing at the idea. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, mm. Nicholas Cage mm-hmm. has to steal. The, we the, gotta uh, steal the. How do you how do you get big? Because like the second movie, he straight up just steals the president of the United States. That's pretty. You, that's a pretty big. You, you, buy, you steal the secret to, president. No, I mean he has steal, to like steal Israel's nuclear launch codes or something, and just he has to hold. He has to hold the entire world at gunpoint. Nicholas Cage, this, the treasure hunter, has to. Uh, it has to be pulling the strings. It's funny. Nicholas Cage joins the Illuminati. It's funny. National uh, Three. It's funny that you mentioned holding a gun at the entire United States. Because hear me out. Oh boy, <laughs> hear me here out. Here he goes. <laughs> this is, Say goodbye to the. Oh crap! <laughs> this is an idea. I, I was, you need to find a hobby. You need to do something during the week. You need to get a part time. <laughs> this is getting. This is getting out of hand. I'm massaging an idea. Oh, so here we go. Uh, political idealist Ethan <laughs> with the thought of the we, century. Uh, Activists. It was irresponsible. Wait, you said his last name. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta write that down. Um, it was irresponsible of the United States to not take over the world after World War II. <laughs> Wait, do you think yep. that didn't happen? Mm. This is this is an opinion that he very sort of strongly believes in that he's still. I'm feeling out. it out. 
I think um, I think we should have held the whole world at gunpoint and made every every nation on the planet stop their nuclear development because a world oh, in which kind of. in which one government controlled nuclear weapons is much safer than a world in which every government controls nuclear weapons. It might be totalitarian, but it would have avoided the next 100 years of war because of, you know, nuclear um uh in not inadequacy, but inequity. Um and the rush to find nuclear weapons and develop them in the Middle East. We wouldn't have invaded I uh, you know, the Middle East in, at all. Anyway, um, faith and yeah. So I mean, that's just, so it's it's just uh, yeah, you, you, you're, you're like one one way or the other. Either either one person has nukes or everyone does because I'd stick my dick in the nuclear elephant. nations. Also, prob- mostly have done okay. Well, uh, to that's the thing though is that when you give up your nukes, you then immediately get fucked, as we learned. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Um, so, but uh, yeah, no, I, I think we'll never, it, we won't experience an opportunity for a world government like that for another 400 years or so. Those don't come around very often where the entire world is depleted of resources and one government has an overwhelming force in the form of a, you yeah, know, a real world government as opposed to like a pussy neutered one. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Um, I get you. Or how deep into your Mickeys are you, Ethan? <laughs> Well, I've just been drinking shots of vodka with my Rockstar sugar That free actually drink. makes a lot more sense. Yeah, okay. Um, Caffeine and alcohol. And I drank an IBA before this. An IBA? Was, what is that? Uh, irritable irritable oh. bowel ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Anyway. As recognized by the medical community across the world. Um, so, want to talk about this thing we watched? Fuck yeah. That's our... That's our... Um, Books, uh, fucking books. Re- required, uh, obligatory, fifteen-minute intro. Yes, uh, indeed. We wanted to watch something short this week because you know Ethan's too busy uh, learning all of the things that he <laughs> that he's just told us about ah! and, and climbing trees. Apparently, um, that's right. So yeah, we could only that's watch right. <laughs> just. It's always just fucking. Can we watch something short this week? I'm, I, you know, I got time for like one or two, three episodes, and then it's just you tweeting about like I fell out of a tree. The fucking. If you could have seen how many hours I nukes. spent at my computer this week uh, working on an edit. Oh my god. Oh, so you do work during the week? Yeah. You should have seen this man in the tree. <laughs> uh, the, the man was, in the tree, classic story. It was almost in slow motion, just yeah. watching him plummet into the river. How many? Oh, it was into water. Yes. Oh, okay. So there was a. Yeah. Oh, so it's not that bad. How many feet would you say? Not too bad. I'd say he dropped. I'd say twenty. Okay. Twenty? Fifteen? Mm, maybe around yeah. fifteen. All right. I have you seen that that video of um? I think they got some guy posted on Twitter. It's like a video of him and his wife sitting in front of you know a webcam, and they're both like crying and and consoling each other and talking about something. And uh, the tweet was like, I watched my wife fall off a cliff. It merely makes you, you know, puts things into perspective, makes you realize how close we are to, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then it cuts, it cuts to the video and she's walking along this, this ledge, you know, in the forest somewhere, whatever they're vacationing. And she slips and she like rolls five feet and then falls onto sand, maybe, maybe six feet into sand. <laughs> and she just sort of rolls and, <laughs> and just sort of flaps onto the ground. It doesn't Imagine look dangerous being at all. so fragile. <laughs> And they're just like, they're both was, tearing up in front of this camera. Look, look, look. Well, see, 
It was in that moment that they recognized, as Ethan noted, their their own fragility, as as fleshy entities oh. roaming this she rock. Was, she was a, that we called planet. She was a fleshy Earth. gal, all right. Yeah, that was. Oh, no. that was fucking funny as shit. <laughs> was, um, was there like some sort of uh, erosion occurring that she expedited and then fell down, or was it a? Uh, did she just slip? Oh man! Uh, she just slipped. Ethan's breaking out the big no, words. No, it wasn't. I'm there scared. wasn't like waves crashing. No, it was just she slipped off this off this cliff and rolled like a big fat dummy all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it, you know if you know she's all right, it's it's pretty funny. Watch her just sort of legs over, just uh, twirling around. Uh, Did she make the ouchy sounds like the girl stomping the grapes? <laughs> there, there was. Pro- no, not not that. And it was probably more like, a, oh, oh, and then just her husband, just like, oh my god, yeah, because <laughs> she fell seven feet from the onto a beach. Um, Damn. Yeah, we, white people have it rough. Yeah. Ooh. Um, we watched Read or Die. R O D. Read or Die. Rod. Um, mm, I'll be watching some Rod tonight. I was very <laughs> Rod Sterling from love, the Twilight oh, yeah. Zone. I. uh... I was skeptical about this series because um, the uh, the ultimatum, obviously, the easiest choice is, is die. You know, like uh, I really didn't really need to think about it. <laughs> You're telling me I like dying. Um, personally, yeah. And so, but we watched it. We gave it a chance. Um, it's a light series of light novels by one Hideyuki Kurata, mm. who did uh, Now and Then, Here and There, which is much more depressing <laughs> than this one. Um, ah, yes. Kami Chu, Gun Cross Sword. He's that guy? Ah, Gun Cross Sword. Gun That's Sword. Thing that exists. Oh, it is. It sure is. Mm. And uh, he's also written a, a lot of uh, shows. He was He's part of the creative team behind uh, and writer for such properties as uh, Oremo. You know Oremo, Ethan. Oh, boy. Uh, Made in Abyss, Goblin You know, I was, thi- I was thinking about Oremo recently. Excel Saga. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you're. Oremo. Well, were you, uh, you know. Were you, were you, were you no, jerking? I was walking through the grocery mm. store, and I was uh, think I was were thinking about in the grocery store. She, That's she, gross man. I, I, I'm so. not gonna go into it. It's it's more just me thinking about you know when she gets her her manga adapted into a show. Oh, yes, yeah. and she's like ri- she's like ridiculously entitled, and I I cannot believe how oh fuck it. It's not worth going into. It's not worth. It's just totally waste of time to go into this. Wait, was Don't she? Mind me. she is she? Wait, she wasn't drawing in that show she was writing novels right she had light she was light novels. Oh, it was like it was light novels yeah yeah mm, but okay, uh must have been light novels and, yes you're thinking don't, of don't worry about manga sensei she writes novels it's or she writes manga it's the same show otherwise but um should i explain that i don't watch a lot of anime yeah well i mean ethan's the same that so i don't know things. if that's really i've a big seen day. a lot i don't i, I don't a lot You've seen I don't think probably Ethan even knows what anime is. You've seen less than a hundred shows for sure. I finished I, over a hundred. I don't. Think I, lo- I, looked, I, I know, looked. I looked at my. I looked at my my mal account. I finished over a hundred. That includes movies. That doesn't count. But, but if, if I were to include movies, it would be over two hundred, son. Oh really? All right. Yeah, okay. I'll, I will check the numbies. We also have to do. How the many have you finished episode. in the last four years, though? Oh boy. Yeah. So uh, he did. He was he, wrote, he was writer on Kanagi, Ping Pong Girl, Samurai Flamenco, Ethan. Oh, mm. Samurai Flamenco, Mario the Virgin Witch. So he's Nick. all over the he's all over the place, and most a lot of the stuff he writes seems to be pretty good. Mm. Sam Flam is the top ten show of the decade for sure. Oh, you're so you're oh. a crazy person. Um, Love me some Sam Flam. 
Big fan. Eat that up every day. Monkey Trouble. This is a three-episode OVA from 2001 by Studio mm. Dean. Dean Ovas, is a I'm very old animation studio, will. Nick, that's now known for its lack of quality. But it back in the day, could have been wow. all right, but could have been also very bad. Okay. Uh, and kind of like a... Kind of like a lion's gate where the majority of their stuff is pretty bad. But once in a while, they'll make something and you're like, okay, it's pretty good. I think that's actually, that might be a perfect analogy. Holy shit. <laughs> we have to, I, I will look I'm into that smart. further because that Big might be. Uh, brain. Yeah, that might be right there. It might be right on it. Uh, okay. This OVA is actually a sequel to the manga. What? Uh, so, which is why they that? don't explain that much, but you're still kind of able to pick up on it. Um, and then it turns out there's also a 26-episode TV show called hey. Rod the TV, mm. which, I didn't, <laughs> which I didn't even know about because it's not listed as an adaptation. It's like its own thing or something. I guess it's a sequel to the OVA, but it, has, it has also has characters from Read or Dream, which is another manga he wrote in the same universe, I guess. So mm. that show exists. Um, and also, final thing. Hearing the title of this show always makes me remember that poster we had in the library of our high school, which always got my attention because there were like sort of anime characters, but sort of abominations oh, yes. on it because they had noses. Because <laughs> it was from uh, some like Western manga called Maximum Ride, but the characters had books, so it said Maximum Read. Maximum Ride is a uh, a book series which they then adapted. It's James Patterson, and they adapted it James to a manga. Patterson, right. Okay, so they had a graphic novel with a anime influence except it's mm, yes. horrific looking <laughs> oh. oh i want to look at some pictures of maximum oh he's doing it oh i'm you doing it crazy. um in case anybody's oh, wondering what david's been doing while not on this podcast um he oh. told me uh that he's like hey man there's this show uh, that I, I've been interested in watching because he's gotten oh boy. He's, he's a member of Anime Bites now, and mm-hmm. I shit you not, um, he uh, the, the, he's like t- check this out. So he brings up the Anime Bites page for it. It's uh, Kona Ote Tomare. He's looking at the fucking f- fucking uh, Kono anime or whatever the fuck it is. Oh uh, hell yeah! Oh man! Oh hell yeah! It came back for that. <sighs> Because of how excited I am, I need we need oh, him to watch shit. that entire. Tell him to watch the entire thing because we need to know and have him on. He'll do it, dude. He fi- he. You know what he watched? He finished all of Serial Experiments Lane in like two days. Well, that's easy. I could do that. I know. It's, I it's, should do you know, that. It's, it's twelve. It's twelve episodes, yeah. but we're not doing it. We should do and an episode on Lane. I've decided. Listening we should to you actually guys do something talk about do, anime is like listening to Chase talk about programming. I'm so lost. <laughs> Um, I bet they're great. I bet everything you're talking about is great. Kono Oto Tomare we had a real wild time with recently. Just watching the first episode because it almost made us lose our minds. Like, for real, for real. I think I definitely lost a little bit of my sanity in that. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, I was, like, lightheaded for five minutes talking about it. I like losing my sanity, so this might be... Yeah, we need need David to watch that entire show and take notes and then do an episode of us listening listening to him explain what the fuck happens in the show. But also, we need to watch the last episode only. On it. Uh, that Done. that is a ten out of ten episode waiting to fucking happen. That is the best Done. idea we've ever had. I'm gonna write it down so I don't fucking f- forget it. Uh, anyway, read or die. Oh, by the way, I want to mention uh, Declan. Hey, got a good sounding microphone. Thanks, man. It's a. Uh, it's an Audio Technica AT two thousand five. 
USB edition. 2005. I have a AT 2035. That's probably That's pretty, pretty similar. That's what you're using? I mean, no, the one I'm using right now is a Rode NTG2. NTG2. Shotgun macro. Whoa, that's like a. Ooh, that's a fancy. That's a big rod boy. Hmm. Speaking of rods, we watched Rod. Oh, we. Oh my God. Bringing it all the way back around. See, it all comes together. Time is a flat rod. Uh, yeah. So three episode OVA. Uh, yeah. 2001. And uh. Yep. You can see the twin towers. Get to well, we'll get to yeah, we'll get to those. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, Ethan, you said you watched the first 30 seconds and was very excited. I didn't know what really you meant, and now I do. I was pretty convinced. Um, yeah, I can understand you seeing that and being like, wow, I got to get more people in on this one because it's a very silly opening. I don't even <laughs> know if I can describe. Do you want to describe what's happening here? Because I was just laughing hysterically and didn't want to take notes on it. Sure, <laughs> sure. So... The episode opens. Uh, we've got this uh, panning shot of Washington D.C. You see the what mm. is it, the Washington Monument, and then we cut into a shot of uh, this lightning fella standing on top of the White House. Sparky. He seems to have some nefarious purposes. He's like a samurai. Like He's got the sh- wooden flip flop raised flip flops, you know. Yes, and these Secret Service members are shooting at him because apparently he's up to no good. And he charges up his lightning powers and destroys the fucking White House. And then he approaches the President of the United States, asks him if this building that he just blew up was a library. The President says nobody can take him there and then pisses himself. Yeah. Yeah, this opening could have been... When do we want to address um, the extent to which the president pisses himself? It's a lot of piss, and it's very sparkly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> very sparkly. Yeah. All of the fancy sparkly lighting effects. Yeah, that... Uh, yep. I don't know what there is to address about it. You know, just um, let the man have some... some, some Dignity. Some dignity, for God's sake. Yeah, they really do the president of the United States quite dirty in the yeah. show. He is a character with absolutely no spine. Yeah, I mean, That's you know, it's he's dealing with ex- some extreme circumstances, but yeah, definitely he could have. Maybe a, he could he could at least resist pissing himself. Consider okay. the following: okay. perhaps he's a uh, his mind is so powerful that it's, <laughs> it's, it's able it's able to uh, divert whatever mental faculties are used in the gray matter to keep himself from pissing the muscle control is then diverted into strategic plan he's diverting every, power away from shields yes so like, that he, he, he's pissing himself but his mind is working a thousand miles a minute to, to devise the best plan of action pissing himself Crazy. for America and all those thought processes lead to nothing uh, well here's the thing he's playing 18 dimensional chess right now I see um, explain he can't explain well, you, you can't explain that's it's the way just, it is you, you won't see it manifest itself in the show he's just putting the place, people in places they need to be to succeed whether or not you see it or not uh, but anyways this, it, this opening scene is so silly that it could have mm-hmm. been out of something <laughs> like uh like Dimey Dollar or like I know I mentioned Dimey Dollar recently but just the dumbest shit possible which I was not expecting out of the show 
And then it immediately cuts to what I was expecting out of this show, which is like this jazzy James Bond guitar espionage yeah. Bacano fucking Nana ass whatever this okay, okay. Bacano, in- that's opening a is fair reference. Uh, that is the other anime that I've ever seen. There you go. Along with Evangelion. The shift from that to this is, was whiplash-inducing. Well, and the thing is, is that he's, he's like, he says, uh, what he, he's like, what are you? What? And he's like, I, Gene. And it cuts straight into this opening, and it doesn't answer any questions, which is so much fun. And, and uh, <laughs> yeah, the opening is super stylized and cool, and I uh, I like it. I was sold immediately at that point. Hmm. <laughs> to, but the, the tones are on board. very uh, yeah. diametrically yeah. sort of opposed. Sparky has like a... Fuck, he has a Tesla backpack or something that shoots lightning. I thought he had magic and powers. I That too? And he's, <laughs> got a, he's got a lightsaber, sort of, but that doesn't come until the last episode. Yeah, he, break, well, he yeah, whips he, out the lightsaber later. But yeah, some, you got some pretty pretty uh, James Bond or very espionage-inspired intro sequence. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And then we meet our main character, who loves book. She likes them books. She likes book. And she gets an important phone call. Her name's uh, Yomiko Reedman. Nice. Oh, book girl. And um, we get a nice little character introduction where they don't explain it. It's very. It's like all in 30 seconds you get that... She reads a lot, and she likes it. She has sort of traditional taste. She's listening to Beethoven. She's not very organized. She's somewhat cheerful, kind of clumsy, and I like her. Mm. Boy, she's my favorite. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's the, my favorite out of the two girls. Uh, there's three. It, oh, well, yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah, there's um, if, this clumsy, clumsy assistant. Clumsy British lady. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Well, isn't there like a fourth one, like, French beetle girl? She's barely Oh, right, eye. yeah. She wasn't explained very she much, exists. huh? She might have... It reminded me of Giant Robo in that way. You know, Giant Robo... But Giant Robo was Sar- like an anthology of all these different properties that we haven't... We have no experience with, which is why it was... You know, it was kind of supposed to be confusing for a new watcher, even though you didn't really need it. You don't really need it here, but... But uh, this is probably this is either just like this character was kind of throwaway, or it was from the manga that we didn't read. Yeah, I think what is uh, equally satisfying and frustrating about this first episode is how it really does not explain itself. It just <laughs> plops you right into the world, and there's suddenly Grasshopper Man. Well, that wants the book, but she I guess wants it, the I book. guess it's the sequel. It, I, I understood why that happened later, though. Like you know, I mean, that thing yeah, shows it up, and you're comes like, around to explaining itself. And then it's like, oh, she's in this organization, and this kind of thing happens regularly. It doesn't. Okay. It doesn't bury you under like ten minutes of exposition, which is refreshing. That's, I like that. But yeah. You're suddenly you're like, oh, it's this random girl that likes this book. Oh, she's got paper powers. Yeah, the first okay. I would say eight minutes of this, besides the Lightning Man. Could just be uh, could just be a neo noir like straight face just like mystery or 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 uh, something crime you know thriller whatever uh, mm. you know she's um, she nabs this book from the from this librarian lady uh, you know she's got some weird spy stuff going on because she goes into like like this secret underground library but. Um, she just she buys a book and she's walking around doing stuff and it's normal, and it's very much the tone I was expecting out of this show and and the setting and everything, uh, and then uh, the big cricket shows up, 
Bees. Be- first there's bees, and then a guy on a big cricket. Uh, and um, and he's fairly easily dealt with. Right. She just like throws some paper at him, and then throw, and then like puts ribbon around the grasshopper's leg, and then he dies to death. She takes she takes care of him. Um, I uh, I love this sequence. Of- you love what? I love the sequence. Oh yeah. I love this sequence. I think it's great because it like immediately. St- because you underestimate her, or at least I did, in that That's you kind true. of you kind of think of her as like she's you know probably a, like a little bit of a deadbeat and she's fixated on books, and you think that there's going to be something that comes to, comes about later on, you, like you think that'll pay off later on, but it's um, basically immediately pays off in that she is not at all what you expect her to be, or at least not what I expected her to be. So I uh, I was pretty into it, and then the giant grasshopper crashes into a fucking wall. Yep. Yeah. A billboard. Uh, but actually, yeah, but it? again, just no, like he crashes into a billboard, the grasshopper into a building. It's very normal for a while, and then we're just back to this shit is nuts. There's a silly, like a uh, kaiju monster, showing up, so, uh, and also we yeah. learn she controls paper. I guess makes yep. sense. She's got some paper. Uh, and the book she buys, uh, Die Überlich Liebe, The Immortal Love, doesn't seem to be a real book, which is a bummer. I was hoping. They would use real books. I think they mentioned some real ones later, but I was hoping we would be getting, like, characters fighting using powers they've gleaned from, like, Goethe essays or or something. We do get get a journey to the West later That's true, yeah. Well, Immortal Beloved, since I got my research machine going. It is like a movie from... It, It is, according to the most reliable source in the world, Wikipedia... The Immortal Beloved uh, is the mysterious addressee of a love letter uh, that Ludwig van Beethoven wrote. Oh, so that was true so, that they made, they didn't make that up. It is by Beethoven. Okay. Yeah, because I, I, I recognize that because that's the name of a biopic. Okay, my translation must have been wrong. Beethoven. It's Immortal lo- Lover, not Love or something. Who's, who's in this movie? Who you at? German. Gary Oldman, that's what? right. Oh my Oldman god! Oldman plays Beethoven in Immortal Beloved from 1994. Oh, were they trying to capitalize off of Amadeus? Probably. <laughs> we made a Beethoven one, everybody. <laughs> Gary Oldman. I want to see. I want to see the Ricard Wagner one where he's just abhorrently anti-Semitic for like 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we stay true to the to the real man. Uh, Uncompromising in its vision. So Faulkner is a controversial piece at Cannes Film Festival. <laughs> B- bold. I, you hear I'm about going that? to write this opera who's, just as long. I can't. Who's that? Who's that French bad. guy who had a movie at Cannes recently that just had? It was like a 90-minute movie, and there's a 15-minute, like just real cunnilingus scene. It's unsimulated. Oh, are you talking about? You, you talking about uh, um, no, not him. No. You're, you're, are, are, you, are you talking about in? Uh, uh, blue is the warmest Hit that, color. That guy. Yeah, no, he made another movie yeah. where there's just 15 minutes of hardcore lesbian sex. Or no, is it lesbian this time? Yeah. No, I think this time it's a straight sex scene. But it's literally 15 minutes long. Oh. <laughs> I think people yeah. are just like, all right, enough of this. So that's that was one of, that got one of those caused walkouts at con uh, headlines. Hey man, he's from Tunisia. Tunisia is a okay. fucking. It's, uh, the people that go to the Cannes Film Festival do exactly one of the two <laughs> things. They give a they give a they ninety minute a standing ovation, ovation yeah. or they walk out halfway through. They exist to do exactly one of those two yep, things. Yep. Also to say hello to Martin Scorsese. 
so what's happened? That's it. Uh, so she beats Cricket Guy, and then the Joker shows up. Yeah, gamers rise up. He comes. He's finally here, and he he says uh, he goes he goes. Uh, <clears throat> Everyone's always walking around reading their little books, and maybe the books about a giant grasshopper. But then a real giant grasshopper shows up, and everyone just goes insane. Uh, My father I f- was a reader. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to do the Heath Ledger voice. Yeah. Anyone well, else, well, Ethan? You want to do a Heath Ledger voice real quick? Or do it. You... Do, do it. I'm the Joker. Oh. <laughs> I hope that's uh, jo- Joaquin Phoenix's uh, descent into madness. Just ends him going like, oh! The end of the movie. Uh, just you want to get nuts? Let's get it's nuts. Not a cool gruff Joker like Heath Ledger's like, oh, oh, we're doing. You know, he, he's just like, oh yeah, it's so funny. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's just everybody was fighting. He's just like Gallagher at the end of it. I don't know. <laughs> he's he's Bobcat Goldwaite at the end of the movie. He's Joker <laughs> Bobcat Goldwaite. I want you to remember this face. <laughs> I can hear you through the walls, you madman. <laughs> nice. Uh, so Yumiko's code name is Zapepa because she's book, you know, she's Paper Girl, and she finally gets brought Nerd. to the secret uh, underground uh, club, library club. That's run by Britain, I guess. And she gets this briefing. Um, all these historical figures are, are stealing books and lighting libraries on fire. There's a Hiraga Genai, who was a Japanese pharmacologist. He's here. And also, apparently, in a lot of other anime for some reason. There's who so is, many references who, to him being in other shows. Who is Genai? Is he He's a big Jap- staff man? Uh, he was the one on the cricket, I think. Oh, that was, uh, that was him. Crooked boy. And uh, him and an 18th century French entomologist are stealing books and taking out libraries. Or no, maybe... Uh, wait, Genmai was... I forget. I don't know. What'd you say? Is uh, Are you referring to Beetle Girl, who shows up for like a short scene? No, here I get Genmai as a dude. Oh, shit. I don't, it's not important. It's true. Um... <laughs> So yeah, she gets. Uh, she want they want her to take it on, but she loves books so much, and also she just got a gig as a substitute teacher, which will pay the bills. Um, but uh, so she t- so she takes it because they offer her like another book or something, and yeah. uh, and then we get introduced to Drake Anderson. Drake Anderson, who is also is in Japan for some reason, but uh, he gets brought in, and they both fly to America, Washington D.C. Um, I guess they travel there, and they uh, they're picking through the rubble of the Congressional Library or whatever they took out the archives. I don't know. And she fucking loves books. She sees them, and she just starts spinning and dancing around all the way to a back room. Uh. Where she meets a librarian again, who we learn is also an agent of this organization, and her name is Miss Deep. Miss Deep. Miss Deep. Uh, That's just, it's pornographic. I'm just going to yeah, say. Yeah, a little bit. I don't like the implications I, of Deep. I, I will be deep in Miss... Oh, no, no, careful. Family podcast, please, Nick. Deep. <laughs> I would like to... Uh, Doc, my 
boat in her deep. I would like to invite her to dinner and then talk about ideas, what we like and don't like, see if we can connect on a nice emotional and friendly level, then maybe take her back to my house. Oh. But if she doesn't want to do it, that's fine. It's oh, all a matter of I wish consent. I still had sound effects on this podcast because I would play the... Didn't we have a... What did we have? Did we have someone saying... I don't think we had any any uh, some sound sound effects I, I, of someone can, calling you. I a can pussy. do the sound effect if you want. Give okay. me my prompt. Uh, okay, just um, isolate. Yeah, the, the, the line. Just go. Can you can you do Sean Penn Sean. from Sean Penn from Fast Times at Ridgemont High when he says, "Oh, those guys are fags." That's yeah. Do oh, that those guys are fags. That's pretty good. I did for, it. Yeah. Have you heard that line? Uh, it's been a hot second since okay. I've watched Fast Times. Um, Great movie. It is, kind of. That I remember. I just remember that line, really. I remember the titties in that in that line. I guess those are the... I think That's those are, might be the best parts, but the rest of it might have been good. I kind of forget. Oh, man. I like he that orders movie. pizza in the middle of class. It's great. Oh, right. Yeah. Spicoli. Yeah, good. Mr. Ham. Mr. Spicoli. Uh, but Miss Miss Deep is a g-g-g-g-ghost. Uh, a sort big, of? Big pit booby ghost. She's got like um, Ethan Deere, a nerd. Who's the X Men that has like the ghost through storm? Kitty Pride. Uh, yep, that one. She right. got that. Hmm. Uh, and they talk for a while, and then uh, a, another silly villain shows up. Silly Hawkman. That's a uh, Otto. Yes. Otto, German Birdman. Otto, Otto Lilenthal. Fla- ah, flying yes. man. Flying machine Your guy. This is when I was sold. This is when I was completely sold. I knew I was going to love the OVA after this yes. point. When this fucker showed up, I'm like, this is so up my fucking alley. Holy shit. Your soul feel my uh, we're, we, are, we are exactly the opposite. I like everything except the villains in <laughs> this OVA. Oh, my least favorite hey. part. They're oh, no. I still liked ridiculous. it, but... Uh, and uh, also, uh, I like agency leader. His name's Gentleman. They all have code names, and he's this really old guy with shit on his face, and he has this yeah. enormous book reader. He has he has a gigantic. He's got a big old book, like you know, story tall book that gets auto turned for him, so we can read because he's old as shit. Well, nice, nice pun. That was a that was a good pun. Wait, what I, I really like that. Holy shit! He said a, that was you said a story tall. That was totally on you, purpose. You are so smart. Thank you. you are so clever. Ooh, well, it's you like I'm listening to one of those inst- those uh, self esteem audio tapes. You, yo, you guys keep going. I'm gonna piss. Just, I'm gonna go to sleep for eight hours. Can you just keep saying you can do it? You are the best. You have what I it takes. I want you to close your eyes, and I want you to breathe. <laughs> And when you exhale, I want you to visualize all the good that you could accomplish. And when you inhale, I want you to realize that none of it will ever happen. Oh, no. That your life is wasted. It turns into a demotivational <laughs> while you're sleeping. That's nefarious. See? And see, we get, you, we get you comfortable. And then when you are most vulnerable, then you are exposed. Yeah, when you're sleeping, you make him self-conscious. So they keep coming back. Yes. That's that's fucking diabolical. Damn, that's genius. Um, so it's time to travel to New York. Is Ethan still gone? Well, whatever. whatever. New York time, because Birdman flies from DC to New York, and they have this big in quite uh, great speed too. Big air battle. Uh, this yeah. the scene of the air battle gave me big Ace Combat vibes off of this scene. It, I was actually reminded a lot of uh, the uh, Robert. 
not the no 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 the Roland Emmerich uh, Godzilla movie. Oh, oh okay. Just way too many helicopters flying through. That's another good. Yeah, the York. helicopters specifically. There's a lot of helicopters. So in that many one. helicopters. Yeah yeah yeah. Why? Why? Uh, and then the samurai samurai guy comes back and destroys a fuck ton of helicopters, and another grown man pisses himself once again in this so, scene. So Only Sam- two. Like you'd think, which this would be a recurring, but t- Samurai- two guys piss themselves. It all happens in the first episode. They give up on the pissing. After. No, I think it's no, I think it's the same guy. He just keeps pissing himself. The president is in the war room there. That seems kind of weird know. for him to be commanding like just subs and I don't know. Fuck you'd Biden. think he'd be more important than just being like, "Yep, yeah, send the helicopters here." I guess he's I'm the no, chief of staff. I guess. Hmm. Um, I, I think yeah. I guess I totally blanked out the part where a samurai man destroys the helicopter. Yeah, he destroys him with lightning. Oh, that's right. It's very demoralizing for all of the guys in the control room. That's right. And then the president pisses himself. He pisses himself. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He can't control it. Um, so I was watching this scene, and they have this skyline shot of the whole city, and I was thinking, man, it sure would be unfortunate if they ended up like on top of the Twin Towers or something. <laughs> And then one of the helicopters crashes into the World Trade Center. Oops. Whoopsies. And uh, and not only do they end up on top of the Twin Towers, they end up falling off of them. Oh, no. I didn't realize we were on the Twin Towers. They were on top point. of the World Trade Center. Five were months. They? They sure uh, were. This is May were 2001, I believe. <laughs> Ooh. Damn. Ooh. Uh, so, yeah. An unfortunate coincidence, Unf- indeed. Yes, a coincidence. This is going to be a project next week. Research, you know, studi- um, studio... Actually, Dean's, uh, um, Japan was... We, sh- we invaded Afghanistan, but it turns out we actually should have gone to Japan. Because <laughs> Studio D knew months oh, ahead... shit. I'm saying they funded it. Oh, yeah, no, no, They knew. They Maybe knew it was a joint dollars. venture between them and the Simpsons. Oh yeah, the Simpsons. <laughs> this is them, them um, the Simpsons, and whoever's responsible for that fucking. I think Super uh, Mario Johnny Bros. Bravo movie. had one too. They had a smoking tower poster, one of their episodes. So it's all of them. All of them are in on it. These cartoon folk. Uh, it's me, Sam Raimi. Spider-Man's gonna hang a car between the two towers. Well, that's... This is gonna be great. Oh, oh no! No! I made an honest mistake. It's okay. They recut it. Yeah, it was easy. Uh, Yo- Yomiko makes a big paper airplane uh, yeah. that her and uh, and Miss Deep fly on to the Statue of Liberty. We're hitting them all here, folks. Yeah. I cannot explain how much. I and love uh, there's I don't have the words to explain how much it? I love our characters flying around on this paper airplane. <laughs> With uh, and she just this has a, an, like, a, like an M16 or, or something. Shooting yes. at uh, at a German guy. Big old assault rifle. And they stop him the same way they stop the grasshopper. They tether him to the to the statue, and he like goes in a circle, and it, to tether shortens until he crashes and explodes. And then um, at the end, they're sitting on top of the statue, and and Miss Deep explains that her name's actually Nancy because she'd refused refused to give her name earlier. So we get a nice little arc there on her character, just in in only thirty minutes. Very nice. Resolution yeah, Nancy. Nancy. Because they think that's what Nancy that, sounds like a difficult, difficult customer. They they think, uh, yeah, Japan <laughs> apparently in two thousand one thought that that Nancy was still in, like an American name that people had. It is just 
for a very well, specific for a thing. yeah for a certain yeah. group of people in in there, there, there is one per- excuse me so I obviously asked for medium this is clearly medium rare do you not know how to cook a steak? oh the steak i ate today they were from my uncle and they must have been like just sirloin they must have been the most they must have been 20 dollars a steak and I got to enjoy them medium well off of my mom's propane grill. Medium oh, <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, white women. Who in the it was, and that's the thing. It was, it was so, it was such fucking good steak that it was still really delicious, even though it was <laughs> ruined. That's uh, <laughs> people who you know, get I, steaks medium well are genuinely concerning people. They just I don't understand. Out of my life. I've seen, I've seen a guy order. A, it's not a misunderstanding. They're fucked up people. No, they don't Get know. Away. They don't know what it means. Like, I saw, I once saw my cousin, who's not the brightest, order a, a full-on well-done, I don't remember oh. if it was a burger or a steak. He just said well-done, and it was like an expensive thing, whatever it was. And it no. comes to him, it's like bleeding rare. It's like full-on medium rare. And he eats it. He loved it. The chef, I, I know, was just like, <laughs> fuck this guy. If he sends it back, then I'll do it. But he has no idea what he's talking about. I'm just going to cook it correctly. <laughs> and it will totally work. Um, all that said, I one day would like to try a well-done steak. Simply because I wanted to know. It's the dryness. It prob- really is, pro- is is the problem. Like, if you can keep it from getting... You know, if it's a really good steak, it might not get too tough. And if you can keep it juicy somehow, and if it's well-seasoned, it might not be that bad, but... Makes sense. There was, there was a point in my life where I'd cook burgers where I would sear both sides, and that was enough to create juice retention. So I could cook it pretty thoroughly, and, and like, you know, it'd be probably medium well, but the juice would still be in there, and it would bleed out so beautifully. Mm. Like, it wouldn't be red or anything, but, like, it's it still captured all the juices. Yeah, and if you cook delicious. it fast, it'll, it'll, uh, it doesn't, yeah. Is this the same cousin you, you've had odd movie experiences with? That was I, the cousin who I was, I you know, was over at his place one time, and, you know, just like, I don't want to hang out with the adults, so I just head to his room, and sure. he's watching Elysium starring Matt Damon. And he's like, man, yeah, this movie's great, man. I've watched it like six, seven times now. Six, seven times. <laughs> and he had this collection of DVDs that was just like the weirdest. You know, he had, it's not like he had bad taste. He had zero taste. So it was a combination of fantastic and just bottom of the barrel garbage Dregs. movies. And he loved them all. It was just so weird, you know. I, uh, You know, I envy that. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Damn. He was funny. Anyway, so th- this Anyways, uh, this first episode. So that was episode one. Um, I adored it. I adored this first episode because I'm like, I, about halfway through, I knew what I was getting myself into, which is like pretty campy, sort of like espionage show. Yeah, with see, a what, bit of magic thrown in. Yeah, my problems probably stem from the fact that I was expecting like a really, like, again, like a neo noir espionage, like really classy sort of Bacchano-esque early 2000s uh, you know a lot of talking and 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 Sakuga action but it turned out to be this very lighthearted sort of silly Birdman chase which is good in its own way yes Damn. that kind of thing I had I found so much enjoyment in this, this first episode <laughs> I went in with no expectations and Oh, it was pretty good. Nice. There we go. Uh, episode two. It's time 
for India, the India connection. Oh, and, shit. Uh, so, uh, oh, and I also forgot to mention so much gibberish English on a lot of the book spines and signs in the background of this show. Some of them look like just hammering on a keyboard. One of them <laughs> is just like, I'm a ba 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 ba, you know, just on the, <laughs> on the, on the, uh, uh, on the spine yeah. of a book. Paying attention um, to books. Yeah. Uh, think about that. You gotta, you gotta look at that English. So, um, true. And I also, yeah, agency guy's clumsy assistant. Uh, she trips a lot in this. I don't know, but yeah, I like her. But now Yomiko and Nancy are friends, and they they talk about love. Mm. And uh, Yom or Nancy seems like she's had a bad experience. Something rough's going on with her. So they arrive in India in the most conspicuous way possible. A gigantic uh, British submarine just... just uh, That fucker tears out of the ocean. What's the word, it what's just, the word for that? It's, uh, you know, a, a, a full... Uh, I don't know. There's a word for a submarine coming out of the water fucking hard, and they do that. The surfaces? Um, but emerge. what's the fucking term? No, there's... Um... um uh, we're not going to be satisfied Does until it we go know. up? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's the uh, official uh, naval terminology. Having worked in the Navy for some time. Uh, see, that's... Yeah, we're, I'm not going to fucking... I'm not going to fucking know, I know it. exactly what you're saying. I just can't think of it. Yeah, me neither. Well, yeah, that bitch fucking pops the fuck out of the water. Uh, and all these Indians are just, uh, just staring there, it's, it's fucking looking at it, being like, "Wait, is it a? It's not an emergency blow." Although that's also a funny term. Hey. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Anyways, so they go like this bookstore where um they're looking for some guy jahal jahal and, yes uh, me- meanwhile meanwhile agency guy is starting to suspect nancy so he puts clumsy girl on the case to to give her a, a check um but there's yeah they're searching jahal's shop and there was a really spooky shot of that statue or was that jahal and he was dead i don't know which one I think that was, was. Jahal. I got a. I got okay, a, like he a, got mummified. I got like fucking, a ring vibe. Yeah. Um, where it's like they open the closet and you get to see fucked up dead girl. I got. He's full on desiccated. Yeah. He's like a mummy. Uh, and then, possibly our silliest villain yet, this warrior guy uh, Genjo, from. Oh yes. I thought he was the guy from Journey to the West. Big but stick he's man. The, but he's the guy from the manga Sayuki, which is an adaptation of Journey to the West. Wait, 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 wait. What? He, this is a character. I thought this. Was, I thought this was actually the the dude from Journey to the West. But, Why would they reference? But they give they, they they talk about he's the they they talk. He, first of all, the name that he has is from the manga, and they mention the manga. She goes, "I read that when I was four. So I. I uh, it's it's sort of like how the Hunchback of Notre Dame is adapted not from the actual original work, but instead from by Hugo, but instead adapted from like this comic book adaptation in the '60s. 
Weird. Yeah, so so yeah, they're just straight up referencing explicitly referencing another manga in this adaptation of or a sequel to a manga of a light novel. It's fucking wild. But huh. uh he goes ha ho ha a lot. Big stick. He also man. does he does some Goku cloud stuff. Yeah. Well, that's Goku's cloud thing is also a reference to Journey to the West because I'm Dragon sure. Ball is based on Journey to the West. I'm sure. So, it's yeah, recursive fucking references here. And uh Gen- uh, Genjo here says he has mastered Buddhism. He's completed the system, everyone. Holy no one shit. could complete right. the system. He finally did it. And it turns out when you master Buddhism, you can breathe fucking fire. Where's Siddhartha at? When are we gonna when are we gonna solve this problem by staring at a staring at a river for fourteen years? He becomes the I don't know what man, that means, but and then he achieves enlightenment. That sounds nice. So um he fights with Nancy while Yomiko runs away. I don't know why she's running away. She seems just as capable. Oh, my other problem is with Yomiko's powers. Like, she starts, she, it's, at one point, Germ, the, the bird man's shooting at her, and it turns out she can just block all bullets. So, every time okay. she's in danger after that, it kind of feels not, the stakes don't seem, feel very high for her after that, because she just seems well, like she's invincible. The, my thought was that um, she can block earthly powers like a, a bullet, you know? But she can't necessarily block a magical power like a, like like a flame staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. Well, a flame staff specifically. I, I also didn't care because I was so invested. I, I suppose I should address my biggest uh, critique, my biggest uh, nitpick, which is so you got Beethoven's book. Spoilers, it's Beethoven's book. Yes. Um, so it's apparently the, this. It's the MacGuffin. It's the big old MacGuffin of the story that yeah. bad guy want to do thing. And so I'm wondering, well, why not keep said book away from Mr. Bad she Guy? She keeps bringing it everywhere. Well, that's because yeah. she, she loves Put reading it in so like much. an underground safe. No, Put she wants to safe, read it. Guard it with like 100 men with guns and lasers and magic shit. She loves reading. No. Read or die. It's called read or die. <laughs> you know, you're not Read wrong. or die. Die, 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 die. That, I mean, that is one of, you know, it's like one of, that's her character. What if, uh, what if it's actually her, it's a her character flaw to, uh, is that she can't stop reading and she endangers herself because of it. So I think, you know. What if it's a actually a sense. reference to uh, Dungeons and Dragons where you either read or you must uh, throw the die in order to, uh, you know, are you going to get a oh, 20 and things will go in your favor? I don't know how much two. I don't know how much reading there is in Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, if you're the dungeon master, I imagine you have to do a little bit of reading in order to associate yourself with Maybe the Maybe a little characters. bit out of the manual. If you're a player, yeah. you probably could get drunk and stoned and not pay attention to anything, and you'll do probably all right. I think that's a requirement, actually. I'm reasonably certain I, to play D&D, you need to be at least somewhat inebriated. It's yeah. crazy to me every time I think about it. people. People play D&D probably sober. And they don't, like, the night for them doesn't end with, I roll to fuck, you know? <laughs> it's, it's like they do it seriously, and they do it to the end, and they don't even finish in one night. They're just like, all right, we'll pick up next week, fellas. And then they walk out and drive uh, home sober, and it seems fucking just, I can't even fathom. Yeah, and get- then they're just like, you know what, sir? Yeah, you know, uh, uh, f- fucking Devin, I feel like uh, you've been sort of acting inappropriately during these, you know, like they really want to keep it on the, they want to really keep it straight laced. They were from a, a, a simpler time. To, uh, no, this isn't classic, dude. No, 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 maybe no, no, no I've, I've been to game stores semi-recently. They're all like in their early 40s, if that. 
Um, um, also, uh, uh, Nick and I are 150 turns into a game of Civilization yes, right now. Uh, is this? Did you start today, or is this? It's uh, been. Oh, this is a multi-day event. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, first of all, I. I, I knew Civilization would be good, and I, I, I bought this game in 2012 because I called my shot. Like, eventually, nice, nice. eventually I'm going to want to play Civ Five, And uh, I finally am in a situation where the time is now, and we are playing Civ Five, And uh, it's ex- it almost exactly mirrors the real history of the planet, where the first, like, three or 4,000 years of civilization were totally useless because we had no idea what the fuck we were doing. And then we started to like hone in on exactly what we wanted to do with our strategies and the game started to kick off for real now. It's great. Hmm. Yeah, I I follow so many people on Twitter who I didn't follow them for this, but they all just end up playing. They're all really into um, Crusader Kings, Uh which I think is another strategy game. Civilization, some of them, but like they, I think they seem to have fallen off Civilization. They just talk about Crusader Kings two specifically. Uh, so maybe, maybe look into that if you when you know if you uh, ever tire of Civ. I mean, there's also, a lot of we haven't, even, we haven't finished our first game of Civ five yet, so we'll see. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, working on it. Yeah, Civ five I think is really the. I think Civ six wasn't as loved, but people. Even now, it's, that's a that's a good one. Apparently, it helps a lot because Nick has just been reading Sonic fan fiction whenever <laughs> his turn is over. So I've never played Civ. Is there like a time limit on turns? No, I feel no, like I have to wait for everyone to okay. do their thing, and then you move on to the next yeah. turn, pretty much. Yeah. So like everybody, okay, but you can wait a few hours and then just oh right, I'll, I should do a turn here and there, you know. Uh, generally how we've been playing is we'll probably all get our turn in within five minutes but you know sometimes you have a little bit more complex war stuff going on so your turn take take a little bit longer our turns generally don't take that long but you can play a version where it's like but you okay so you're doing frequent turns but it's taken multiple days yeah i'd say we probably have about eight hours in this game right now oh okay okay yeah, that's quite a long one yeah, it's like so we'll play not, at night. You're not, you know? play, you're not playing. You're not. You don't have it like on another monitor all day. Like, no, you know? no, no. We we've decided. It's like okay, it's Civ time. We all get on and sign in, and then we play a game of Civ. Oh, but, but this you, isn't a single game that's gone on for multiple days. This is one game. We are still on the first world. Oh, that we you, are you can in. you can close the game and it, and yeah, you can, can save it, and then one off? person can load it back in, and everybody gets to sign back into their respective kingdoms. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, I'm playing. Yeah, because I'd heard of Civ games going for well over eight hours. So okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, and, and uh, you can do that where you alternate turns. You know, where you'll get like a Steam notification to keep playing. But we're not mm. playing that right now. Yeah. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, I'm playing. I'm playing as Oda Nobunaga, and I've invested. I've invested. He doesn't have a great. Uh, you might want to watch. I have a guy you can watch out for. Here's a tip. <laughs> one, of your, one of your dudes, maybe. Uh, mm. Things are things are going great right now. I'm fucking up Helsinki. So yeah, my best friend is helping me unite Japan. Uh, <laughs> he's always hanging out with me in my room with me. Yeah, kind of fucked up this uh, playthrough in that I've put all of my chips onto building an army, and I'm like negative hundred five gold. And also like yeah, hey, you gotta spend money, make unhappy money. citizens, and no science. 
No yeah, faith. 14 is basically zero. Um, next to no culture. <laughs> no faith. No faith. I've invested all of my shit into piety and honor. That's it, baby. <laughs> that's how you fucking conquer shit. Hell that's yeah, what, brother. It, that's what I'm saying, G. Damn. <laughs> Fuck them up. Hell yeah. I took over Tyre in like a day. It was great. Anyway. Nice. Um, Speaking we, of piety, I just watched a video of a real priest. Uh, baptized. Yes, yeah, we, we just, just watched, watched it. Oh, you saw that? Yeah. We just watched it okay, today. You saw the priest baptize Good the anime shit. girl in VR. Good shit. <laughs> I love. I I can't think of a better video in the year of our Lord 2019. Like especially I at the of, end when SpongeBob. Shows yes, up. and he drains the water. <laughs> oh, that's, so uh, that's uh, that's good. Oh yes. Where yeah. were we? Lovely yeah, we're, video. We're talking about like some Japanese show or something. Something. There. So okay. Uh, yeah, so now he's flying on this cloud, like Goku, um, and, uh, and, uh, Yomiko and, and, uh, Nancy are running away. My man parts the sea. Yeah, he does the Moses. Stealing from other religions now. Do you remember Cecil B. DeMille's The Ten Commandments starring Charlton Heston? Uh, Probably, yeah. You know, somebody should, you know... Definitely, the sea gets parted, but the most parted thing in that entire movie is my man's chin. Have you seen that thing? Oh my oh. god, it's cleft like a motherfucker. <laughs> he's he's got the most cleft chin in history. He must have to get a Q-tip in that bitch to clean that shit out because like <laughs> it's it's like a belly button. It just acquires lint. It uh, must. Have you seen it? No. Chuck Heston. Google. All right. Chuck is Chuck also short for Charlton? I, guess, I mean, it's Charles, so I guess, yeah. Okay, this isn't as cleft as I thought it was. I guess um, I'm thinking more of Kirk Douglas's chin. I know about his, Yeah, his chin's pretty intense. They've melded in my mind somehow. Uh, all Man. those classic mid-century Hollywood actors. You can't see his chin. He has a beard. He's... It's not, not really a cleft chin as like... It's a hell of a jawline. It's a really impressive jawline. The chin is, itself is not... Kirk, Kirk has... Kirk's got a belly button chin. Yeah. Yeah, he has a, he has a dimple on his chin. Um, yeah, modern, modern looking Kirk Douglas Kirk not Douglas as much as a heartthrob, though. ...is not exactly looking like a million bucks. I'm going to be honest. If I break 100 and I'm looking that good, I'll be more than happy. You think I he fucks? Where were you when I was your age? I'm Spartacus, yes. <laughs> Weren't you watching Spartacus recently? Um, I've never actually seen Spartacus. Hey, he what still is, has the dimple chin. That's great. Recently? Hmm. Yeah, Kirk Douglas he's great. alive. He's alive. He's alive still and his chin is still kicking it. So now they're fighting in this, like in these uh, ruins that were once under the sea, but are now not. And um, is it the Angkor Wat? Sure. Yay! That's a thing <laughs> and, that exists. Uh, is that in India? I don't know. Well, actually, because I, I built it in Civ, it's currently in Kyoto. Actually, <laughs> there you go. That's right. Uh, How could I uh, Yomiko's getting whacked by this dude. Uh, yeah. So she leads him to, into uh, the submarine. Also falls into here. So um, she leads him in front of the uh, uh, into the into the torpedo in front of the torpedo thing, and they they torpedo him. But he's okay. Hey. Um, so uh, Nancy to beat him does some ghost shit, 
and and uh, holds him holds him there while Yomiko gives him like death by a thousand paper cuts. But he's also he's still still alive, and Nancy's hurting. Uh, so um, uh, they they grab the uh, Yomiko stays with Nancy to help her out, and then bad guys grab the book and get away. And then now there's uh, something going on with a like a drum and bass remix of Ode to Joy coming out of the ocean. Yeah, yes. they got like and a we, drum machine backing it. Yeah, yeah. I forget this. And we meet our main antagonist, the guy with the ocean platform. Skullstaff. Skullstick. Yeah, I missed his name. It's something. He's a oh, historical okay. figure, I think, come back to life. Or, I He's know, done something. Some philosopher. Uh, he thinks there's too many people, so he has a rocket ship. And uh, Nancy finally makes her move because uh, right after um, Agency Guy discovers that uh, Nancy, what's her face, actually died years ago. She that's when she does the double cross, and the, and escapes. The the plot to kill everyone um, weirdly reminds me of Moonraker, where um, Hugo Drax, bad guy man, uh, sends out like a like a. Like a poisonous gas that will only kill humans and leave the rest of nature okay, which is what um, Skullstick Man wants. To he wants everyone to commit suicide by listening to this Beethoven song that makes people commit suicide, but preserves the rest of nature. Yeah, I feel like that's. I feel like probably about thirty percent of villains are doing basically exactly that. Yeah. Um, and that's the end of that one. Cliffhanger, yeah. a betrayal. That's right. The dark middle chapter exactly. of the Reader Die Saga. Indeed. The uh, the Empire Strikes Back, if you will, of of Rod. Mm-hmm. Of Rod. Um, and then the final episode of this OVA. Uh, this first scene here, more Ace Combat fights. Probably just because I finished Ace Ace Combat Seven. But did you did you like Ace Combat Seven? It was good. There were you know. Few too many callbacks. There was a lot. Look, I, I love those PS2 games, but boy, they make a lot of references, and you fight in a lot of the same locations, uh, uh, and it's like, and it's, but it was, it was still very good. Hey man, those PS2 games came out like a decade ago. Fifteen so it's years. A fair game. Yeah. So it makes sense. Damn. Uh, it's a lot of years, Bo. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the music was pretty good, and. Fucking, uh, I don't know. Can you believe Kingdom Hearts 3 came out this year and I haven't played it yet? <laughs> oh shit, that, that did come out. I'll play it. I'm it will Sora. Happen. I got a big ol' key knife. I'm, if gonna you had stop, told me, I'm gonna stop you, Heartless. If you had told me in 2011 that Kingdom Hearts 3 was coming out, I would have pissed my goddamn pants. But here we are, eight years later, and it's like, holy fuck! I can't believe they actually put out a, a numbered sequel to Kingdom Hearts two. Did you uh, did you see that video I posted of Jeff Gersman talking about a goofy movie? I did what? see that. Oh, okay. Yes, uh, plebe plebe taste by the way, <laughs> plebe taste. Uh, Obviously, the superior film is extremely goofy movie, but that's fine. Yeah, it's well. got uh, dan- disco sequence with shaker groove thing. Yeah, how can you do better than right. that? Right. I mean, that's not that's not eye to eye man that's a licensed song I don't know I don't know uh, oh the reason I brought up Ace Combat Vibes I was like ooh Ace Combat Vibes that's probably nothing and then one of their vessels is Mother Goose like Mother Goose 1 which is the 
the uh, the transport plane carrying carrying President Harling in Ace Combat Five. Wait, is that a reference to something else? Hmm. <laughs> what? Oh no, the I know it's also the literal Mother Goose, but guys. Well, Mother Goose was um, actually a uh, a metaphor for the escalating all right, whatever uh, arms race between. I was going to say United Mother States Goose, the unfinished Russia. Stanley Kubrick film. Oh, is it? Oh, that's right. Yes, we're currently sitting on a uh, Mother Goose in, in Napoleon, or the two unfinished Stanley Kubrick films. But you Unfi- know, Napoleon, I mean, kind of, Napoleon didn't like even a- start shooting. That's hardly unfinished. You can't call, call it unfinished if it's not started. Well, the entire movie was done in his head before he <sighs> even put it to paper. Thank oh, you. Oh shit! If they clone Stanley him, Stanley Kubrick actually had like a little index card for every day of Mother Goose's life. <laughs> that, yeah, that makes sense. Oh no. Sorry, I'm just watching my turtle eat a huge fucking turd. <laughs> no, no turtle. Oh, Don't she do loves it. it. I got, Don't I got to see her turtle. It. And he's, she's so cute. She's, she's the best. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Nick and I looked no. after a dog the other day, and it turns out, uh, two bachelors versus one dog. The dog wins. What were the you fighting? Yeah. What, what happened? What? Uh, it was too cute. And we obeyed its every whim. It was a very needy we, dog. Oh, were you just letting it? Constant attention. Were you just bending over and letting it, you know? It was basically needed to be let out on a walk once per hour. Yeah, and, mm. and we did. Every single fucking time. Oh, she's going to she's gonna find the way bigger turd that she just laid. Oh, that's... No! It's like the size of her head. She's going to eat the no! whole thing. Um, have you cooked its eggs yet? I feel like that's so... What? They have salmonella in them, so I would have to really do... I would have to cook those eggs what super, super hard. Certainly certainly not a poached egg situation. <laughs> no, I would not be sunny side up in those boys, let me tell you. Mm. Uh, that's a hard, hard boil I would have to perform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over over hard, but, for uh, sure. Yeah, you know, if she lays more, maybe if I think it would get a lot of retweets, you know, I would do that. I would, I would eat some fucking turtle eggs. Uh, just boiling for like 20 minutes. Just uh. You'd have to present the steaming eggs to the turtle and then eat them. Sh- sure. I don't know why. Mm. Rubbing it in. Mm. Oh, right. I, I mean, this. yeah, because like, these ones are mine. Uh, All right. Ya boy needs to go to that there room of baths. Okay. Later, gators. All right, let's keep yeah. going. Um, so they're on this platform thing now, the enemy base, and... Uh, Drake's there. He's gone very quick. He gets thrown off the platform by this like crab robot thing. It's clear he's gonna be okay, but he's he's out of the picture. I feel like I feel like we never gave Drake. His oh, she dude. found it. Oh my god, it's no spring everywhere and oh Jesus, oh. horrifying. <laughs> she likes it though. I think it's normal we, for them uh, to do that. You know, they don't have very strong digestion, so they can just kind of. What is in there that she didn't digest? There's like a big hunk of something. Oh my god. Um. Huh. We didn't give Drake his due. He's, uh... Yeah, I like him. He's almost like... Okay, so I listen... We, we watched the dub. Oh, wow. We watched the dub okay. of this. Um, first of all, the dub was actually okay. Um, yeah, I had to switch to the sub from the dub because the episodes started out subbed... Or it started out dubbed. Um, and they didn't seem... It didn't seem bad. Yeah, and so... I think the only... I, I kind of like him... In spite of this, he, the the Drake is a little comic book guy e in the dub. 
he's like, very like, his oh, voice is, here we go again. You know, like, same shit, different day, uh, fucking. Yeah, I want to get back to my wife and kids, actually. Uh, like, that kind of shit, you know? Right, right. Um, Not in a weenie and, way, like uh, you just said it, though. A little weenie. There's a tiny mm. bit of weenie behind it. But, he's a big uh, muscle blonde I, guy. He's a big American I like boy. him regardless. I, I, I think he's... A, an every man thrust into this situation with magical hose. Yeah, yeah. I you know, like uh, we're talking, we're talking about uh, Drake and how he's a little comic oh. book guy. My my boy, store brand Michael Ironside. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm Drake Anderson. I'm a big tough guy. My I, fortune said we're fucked. <laughs> I just looked at my. <laughs> He introduces himself by talking about his horoscope, which I think it's great. I like it. It's great. It's not a horoscope. It's a cooler Japanese thing. And the dub was horoscope. Yeah, we watched. Yeah, of course we, they would have. We watched it the dubs instead of the subs. Yeah. Who the fuck? In Japan, they have like they draw fortune cards or something out of a shrine or I think. Oh man. Oh shit. Um. So we encountered. Okay. So. Uh, uh, Nick and I have gone to several AAA baseball games recently, and yeah. uh, which is great. We go for Thirsty Thursdays for oh, yeah. uh, twenty-four ounce beers for four dollars. It's great. Oh yeah! Fuck! And holy so, shit! So I had several of those down yes, the gullet. Several. 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 That's like a forty and a half. Uh, no, twenty-four. Twenty-four ounces. So it's more than a forty and a half. Speaking no, of no, 20, 24 ounces. But is, several of them. Yes. Twenty-four yeah. times three at least. Oh yeah, easy, easy. Uh, and um. So I guess over the course of four hours, if you do, if you do it evenly. Yeah, I drank. I think I drank four and a half the other day. But anyways, uh, so we're we're at this baseball game. That's a hundred and eight uh, ounces of this. Of this beer. is this is the last inning of the game. Okay, that's nine. And we, we're sitting in seats that don't belong to us, right? We've moved around because yeah. we were sitting in the cheap seats. Sure. And uh, I look over and I'm like. Holy shit! I say this out loud because I couldn't believe it. Holy shit! That dude is wearing a Hanshin Tigers jersey. Whoa! And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he turns around and yells, "Konnichiwa!" to me, and I'm like, "I'm, I'm like, <laughs> oh shit! What the fuck do I do?" So I said, "Oh, Konnichiwa!" back to him, and it was, it was like I could have said so many cool things. I could have yelled, "Oi, oi, oi!" You know, like the fucking like you know their chant and everything. But I froze, mm-hmm. and all I could yell back was "Konnichiwa," and I felt like a giant loser. Uh, oh but well. uh, he was he was pretty cool. I respect that. Yeah. Man, that's Swear weird. Guy. But yeah, the odds of that are pretty fucking low. That's that's yeah, that's wild. Yeah. I, uh, so. uh, I was gonna ask you. So, oh no, I was gonna say. Uh, I don't know why I thought of this, but that time we were at a baseball game. Yes. And there was like a child sitting right next to Stephen. And a bird pooped on him, and Steven just started screaming, A bird shit on me! Oh my god, a bird fucking shit on me! Oh my god! It's, it's, it's shit! Game. It's shit! It's shit on me! And, every, and I'm just like, dude, just go to the bathroom. Just fucking, it's not that weird. It's a ba- There's birds everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I think he had had, he had had several beerus at that point. But yeah, no, it's know. fair game. You're AAA sports? It's, it's meant to get rowdy. That's the point of AAA sports. <laughs> no, it's not. It was like a family. It was like cheap day. You know, it was like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. $2 cheap tickets. to get drunk. Well, kids need to learn. It know. wasn't cheap booze day. It was cheap, you know, everyone got these tickets from their work and brought their kids. Yeah. Bring your flask Bring your flask to the ballpark day. I think I did bring my flask. I, I didn't bring it into the park. I brought it. I had it in the car on the way there and drank a bunch of, I think, nice. uh, Kraken. 
before, before oh, we got there. Oh, Didn't last cracking. the whole game, but uh, for the first uh, few innings, I was kind of switched. Yeah, we we get free tickets to AAA baseball, so That's it's awesome. uh, yeah, tr- oh, yeah. We went we went and we spent twelve dollars total and got seventy two ounces worth of beer. It was great. <laughs> Should just snuck forties in. That would be cheaper. Well, we're gonna we're gonna have to slam stuff in the parking lot next time. I think. Yeah, right? yeah might be the move. Do the full Little forty slam in the parking lot. Enough. In front of the se- what? Where the security guys can see, or you know, the ticket, you know, the people <laughs> yeah, in the front yeah, yeah. Can, can see you, and you're in the parking lot, just going, <laughs> just entire Mickey's. Uh, Fuck you! Can I get a, can I get a forty check? <laughs> I, I um, I assume I am just over halfway. Oh my god, Nick! <laughs> it's a lot of Taking beer. It slow. I yeah. I want to chug it, but it's just tech- so. Fucking match. Yeah, I know. He's, you know. It's gonna be warm, so either I would say, you know, either maybe I may, my strategy sometimes is to drink a lot all at once and then put it in the fridge until I need it in a while. So it's I'm gonna cold. go. I'm gonna go suss up a beer somewhere. I'll be right back. I thought you just had a beer. Oh man. Yeah. We we're just drinking one. Uh, uh, well, we gotta finish this last episode. This is. Oh, of course. This is a, this is commitment. It's forty. Oh yeah, you gotta you know, be you gotta be down. For I it. was blind. I was overconfident. I was like, sure, people get this thing called a forty. Why not I? I am I am a man of flesh and blood. Surely I shall fare just as well. And it's it takes a lot out of you. It's some you just gotta nurse it for the rest of the night. And ugh, it's it's not gonna be satisfying. Either yeah. not finishing it or finishing it. If you're a, if you're a sipper, if you're a light sipper, it's gonna take a while. It's gonna drag on. Yep. Uh, uh, what's going on in this show? Uh, Yomiko gets captured by Crab Girl. That's right. And um, and well, first we, off, Crab Girl. Wait, did we get ta- to the part where I talked about Drake get getting tossed off of the platform? Okay, know? so we got to that. Okay, so Drake's uh, gone. His bitch ass gets tossed. She gets oh, yeah. captured. Um. And then we get our our super sad scene where she's like tied to piping. Yeah, we joke. learn we learn there are two Nancys. Two um, Nancys. because our because our antagonist has been cloning them. That reminds uh, me of my favorite sequel to Chinatown, The Two Jakes, a film that nobody saw. No one saw it. There was a no sequel one. to Chinatown. Yeah, uh, I think Jack Nicholson directed it. What? Uh, the the two Jakes. It is, it is, canonically a sequel to Chinatown, and no one I know has ever seen it. Wow! Yep. Wow! That's uh, I love this poster though. This not Scarface. Really, Jack Nicholson looking fucking trying to look real cool. The two Jakes. I want to confirm the sunglasses. Oh man. What's happening? We're we're talking about the two Jakes, the uh, official sequel to Chinatown. What? Yeah. He, oh, you directed, didn't know about this what? You don't know about this? This is a movie. It's direct. I want to say it's directed. Yeah, it is directed by Jack Nicholson. Is this the two Jakes. Video? That's that's. Uh, it is Vilmos Sigmund did the cinematography. Jesus Christ! It's two hours and seventeen minutes long. It's got Harvey Keitel. It's got Eli Wallach. It's got 1990 makes complete sense. What a goddamn fucking disaster. It's got Tom I'd say Waits. he sounds a bit like Eli Wallach. Um, but, 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 it's got a, a, 
on, on the Rotten Tomatoes. The official tomato score on Rotten Tomatoes is 68% for the two Jakes. You know, as a follow-up to Chinatown, that's... I would Roger Ebert lower. gave it three and a half out of four stars. Damn. Jesus. <laughs> Vincent Kenby said it was an enjoyable if clunky movie. So, there's that. Are there Jack Nicholson any will be dead in the characters? next ten years. Jack Nicholson's never gonna fucking die. <laughs> Jack Nicholson's gonna live for fucking ever. And you bet your ass that he's gonna outlive <laughs> you, you fucking pussy. <laughs> finally, I'm glad we finally got an impressions guy. Somebody wanted a Jack impression. <laughs> Once you go Jack, you never go back. So that's uh, that's Jack Nicholson for you. Beautiful. Okay. Thank you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh-oh. I'm looking Wait at Jack Nicholson's. Minute. I'm looking at Jack Nicholson's Wikipedia page here. Yeah. In, in under the partners, as in romantic partners category, partners. he has Angelica Huston. Uh, listed from 1973 to 1990, and then Rebecca Broussard from 1989 to 1994. Oh, hold on, Uh-oh. hold on. Wait a sec, hold up. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at this. Oh, have you seen that oh. chart someone made of um oh. of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah. Okay, you have. Never, never mind. There's a Leo chart. We'll mention mention it. Nick there's a right. there's a chart of the ages of his girlfriends, and. You see, it goes like one girl will be like 23, 24, 25, and then new girlfriend. I think I've, 22, I think I've 23, 24, 25, new girlfriend. Oh, man. He, he dumps every girl when she hits 25. Fucking, <laughs> fucking hero. <laughs> He's a madman. Um, why not? Well, of course, why wouldn't you? You're Leonardo yeah, I, fucking I mean, DiCaprio. Like, Look, you're never gonna have a meaningful relationship. You're too rich and too famous. I think there was so a rumor. I think well. there was a rumor going around that he vapes when he fucks. Nice. I think was he the baller. one? Was that Brad Pitt or Real was it him? Where baller. if you fuck him, you have to sign an NDA, and then that's later. That's later. And then Caprio. you assume you, Brad Brad Pitt is a is a a, a man of the oh, people. Okay. Yeah, Leo supposedly you sign an NDA, you strip down, assume the position in the bedroom, uh, and then he comes in headphones in does your doggy style and then leaves without saying a word <laughs> what a guy oh what a guy fucking hell yeah y- yeah no i mean that's that's uh that's leo dicaprio brad pitt apparently stood up to harvey weinstein yeah that's in, right. uh, which i in which, 2017 or, or before that no 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 like, he, no he'd been a, he'd been around you this was uh during the era of um of uh, Shakespeare and love, yeah. When uh, you know, him and when if Gwyneth Paltrow were a thing, yeah. Um, which uh, I mean, Brad Pitt is a man of the people. Leonardo DiCaprio is a hacked fraud con man, and um, they're both in one spot at a time in Hollywood. Directed by Quentin yes. Tarantino, coming to theaters this summer. Thank you for the paid sponsorship, Quentin. Uh, I can't believe you listened to our. Podcast. I'm shutting your butt down. No, we're I'm flattered. not. I am not going to answer that question. And I'm shutting your butt down. Where are we on this final episode? Oh, um, uh, the emergency. Okay, when a submarine, the when the submarine scene. comes up really I think we're fast, talking about the sad it scene. is called an emergency blow. <laughs> <laughs> Once more. <laughs> so, oh man, I'm gonna be watching nothing but videos of emergency blows for a while. Because they just come up out of there so fast. 
Oh. Compilation. There's gotta be so many compilations of emergency blows. That's only that's the only part you want to see, really. Yeah. Like you can get the plot surrounding the submarine, but all you want to see is that emergency blow. Yeah. Mm. Here's the I'm here's the, the BBC USA Navy submarine emergency. Oh yeah, just that 45 degree angle right out of the water. Hell yeah. Mm. Can you imagine being in that son of a bitch? That would <laughs> right. suck. I, I hope you have to strap yourself down for that one. Oh. I'm looking at emergency blows. I'm going to see if drugs have, not drugs, if a porn happens. Mm. Sir, they, they have emergency drugs chart as the first thing when I type in emergency. Is this a statement about my person? I don't Does know. it feel slightly targeted? Uh, okay. We're about, uh, we're almost. Man, it's all submarines. <laughs> uh, so. They kind of look like dicks, so there's that. We got to talk about read or die. This yeah. has already gone uh, on for an hour and a half. Do we have to? We're almost done. Okay, so she's she's tied up to the Y pipe and she's sad. Yes. Um, two Nancys. One of them likes uh, the guy more. The other one, I think, uh, is done with him, but was involved with him, but uh, is not anymore. One of them is straight, and the other is gay. Sort of. Maybe. One will kill never, the other. Who's it gonna be? One will die while the other survives. Harry Potter? Is that? Oh, that's right. That is a Harry Potter reference. Yeah. John Hurt. Oh, what a guy. Gonna, Was it a John Hurt? Cutting all Harry Potter references no, out of this podcast. <laughs> no. You have a, Can we talk about your Harry Potter vendetta? Vendetta. This is something I've wondered. This is something I've wondered about for a long time. You have a Harry Potter vendetta? I I I, I mean I don't know if it's a vendetta. I just think it sucks. <laughs> um, you know. Is this a retroactive suck? It's an Oh yeah, no, I'm ashamed of myself one. forever liking it. I um, mean, it's a little Jesus narrative-y, but I like the the antics. I like the uh, the high school drama fine. stuff of it. That's like my favorite part of it. It's fine. It's it's got a fun world. Uh I mean, yeah, you know, I haven't read the books in forever so I'm i don't know but it's you haven't read the barracks those books are, are good for you know children hey man but, why wow. do you think i read them yeah but you know obviously yeah you know it's a more hating the fan base thing i guess well naturally uh and yeah. the you know i was watching i was watching a youtube reviewer recently and this i was watching this girl's videos she was making enlightening content about different pieces of media and then i get you know i'm like well maybe i should I like her content a lot. Maybe I should learn a little bit about her. Communist. <laughs> Straight yeah. up communist. And I'm like, fuck. Fuck. No, I'm in love people. with a commie. Uh, wouldn't be the first time, you know what I'm saying? Was you talking about Harry Potter a lot? Nah, she was mostly talking about Disney movies. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Anyway, she tied up to this pipe. Um, yeah, tied that's up right. To a- and then Skull Guy is like, you cannot stop me. And she's like, but you're evil. And he's like, I don't care. Uh, and then he, original Nancy appears, stabbed and dead maybe. She phases through the floor. Probably not dead. Uh, Yomi escapes with paper that she got yeah. from her hair thing that was given they to her. They try to drown her, Nancy. but she has a hair thing. And it yep, saves yep, yep. the day. Mm-hmm. 
So then she has a sword fight with uh, a laser sword fight with the samurai. She has a paper sword. Yeah, she, she, has, has, a, laser she has a sword fight with Sparky. And, it's great. Uh, and they're flying all around the mechanisms of the ship, which this ship or whatever this platform is has all these gears and <laughs> and stuff. It was weird. A lot um, of budget I felt went into that sequence. Yeah, that's a that's a well animated fight. And but she, again, she can block bullets. Why is she, this sword giving her trouble? I you know it's because it's a magical it's, sword. It's right, I guess they were they should have been magic bullets. The guy was, I don't know. I don't know. You you can't enchant every bullet you come across. Yeah, Some of expensive. them are just gonna be regular ones. You know, it's a timely it's, timely ordeal. But then she she dumps something on him that freezes him, and he. Crump, it's crumples. like a, I want to say it's like a liquid nitrogen, because that's the only Probably. thing I can think Some of that coolant. would turn someone into. I'm just thinking of Jason X. Yeah, <laughs> there's. You know what I'm talking about. They needed. They probably needed liquid nitrogen to yeah for the rocket right for the rocket they sure. have. Sure, because fuel. They need stuff. to cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, um. And so he becomes a sparky sickle and breaks into nothingness. Breaks. Uh, but then. Uh, she has to fight new Nancy, but then old Nancy shows back up, fight her. They're fighting uh, while uh, Yomiko goes try to stop the guy, but he launches the rocket. And, well, meanwhile, uh, we have uh, Drake and Drake Anderson, and he goes to one of the train things and has to fight Beetle Girl that turns into Beetle Man. Yes. And there's like an old guy that's like on the controls that really does fuck all. He's he's defending the base, and isn't that Mo? Is that oh, Beethoven? That's right. I think that's Beethoven. No, that's not Beethoven. That's like some old person. He's playing the but piano yeah, or to control the lasers, or something. And he looks just like Beethoven. No, it's. I don't think it's a piano that he's using to control the laser. It looks like switches and like keys. And Someone stuff. was playing the piano in that scene. That was later. That was when they were in the rocket going up into space. There was um, the actual Beethoven or like his copy. Oh, okay, so the piano, Beethoven is crazy. in here. I just got those two confused. Yes. Anyways, so okay. uh, old guy destroys all the missiles from the U.S. Navy, and the president, of course, pisses himself again. Oh, does that happen again? <laughs> of course, yeah, it, it happens. I didn't. I didn't catch that one. Wow. There's like the slightest hint, the mm. slightest hint of what I think is a Texan accent, and I don't know if it's a dig on George Bush or not because it's not that explicit. Oh yeah, definitely back then. For sure. They, there's no way they could have it's, resisted. I don't know. Anyway. Um, we're in space now. Yeah, he destroys the train. Yeah, I didn't realize they were on the rocket for a while. <laughs> it was like, oh, they're, yeah, why like, did they they're put, they put themselves in the rocket? Why? I don't know. I guess. But, so there, it looks like the day is saved, but he's got like this magical watch that makes the countdown happen, and they go and they go up. They're, they're going up. Um... And uh, so, all seems lost. Yomiko's on this ship, but uh, but uh, antagonist is just, just beats her in the stomach with a skull cane. Uh, and then Nancy shows up, but we don't know which one it is because they were fighting before, and we don't know which one was victorious. Um, but it's obviously just Nancy pretending to be evil Nancy. Um, so she acts like she's gonna shoot uh, Yomiko, but then she kills she kills. She the shoots guy. Yomiko between the legs. Yes. I would uh, and it takes it takes Yomiko a second to realize that she's not shot. Mm-hmm. Which is something that And they that, also kill Beethoven. Uh, they murder oh, Beethoven. Man. Oh boy. 
He was out. He wasn't doing uh, anything. He was just playing his piano. He just played. He loved playing. There is a really nice sequence where they cut the strings to the piano. Yeah, that looks great. Out. That's well animated. It, it, it's all. In oh, isn't that what kills him? Or so? wait, he no. doesn't die. Actually, he just freaks out and is very upset because his I, piano no. has been destroyed. It's really a, a pretty fucking sweet sequence when like. They're talking to each other, and the strings are falling in slow motion in the background. Uh, I shit. loved it. Good shit. Yeah, it's a good. Anyways, a good part of this. so you know, she's like, make a parachute out of the book. She's like, I like the book, but then she's like, you gonna die if you don't have parachute. And she's like, okay. It seems like he died. Oh, sorry, I was just watching it there. And what happened? And so she, she, you know, she's about to like go uh, with Nancy, uh, but then Nancy stays behind out, yeah. and faces her hand through and um, book girl. Yeah, it's a callback where the first time she touched Nancy, she f- was intangible. But then at the end of the first episode, when they had sort of become friends a little bit, she hesitantly reaches out to touch her hand because she's not sure if it's going to work to but then it works and she pulls her up so that's like a trust thing and now this time she has her hand as she's fallen out of the rocket but she makes it ghost hand and so she falls nancy stays on the rocket um so now nancy's fucked she can't possibly make it out of this one even though I thought since she 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 can be a ghost, so I felt I felt like a fall probably wouldn't kill her. Yeah, she could have phased through the water and then like kind of manifested herself underneath rather than dealing and with now, the surface tension. Here's the okay. The rest of this is when I'm confused. They beat the guy. Yes. Uh, Yomi Ko falls back down. Mission accomplished. Uh, Nancy is alive. That is that is the other well, Nancy. Has, that is the Nancy clone. Oh, what was it? Uh, oh, okay. That makes now I understand. Okay, that's the um, Nancy clone. She's all she's all derped up. Okay, I was so, uh, I was so uh, confused because uh, Yamiko like. gets a uh, gets uh, the a note on the bookmark that she gave Nancy says, "Take care of my little sister." First, I was like, "Okay, she has a little sister." No, D- that's, that's the clone. She gets back and it's like, "Okay, Nancy's alive, but she has memory loss." And uh, she's baby-brained. Oh no! She got a little. See, they bor- say, she got a little borked up. They like. They're like. She's happier now, and she's just like, oh, I love you. Make an origami. She's like retarded, and I don't know if it's supposed to be bittersweet because it seems all all bitter. She's she's a dumb brain now. But yeah, no, that's, they, that's the other like one. That's gone. The, happy, the other one who is evil. Has been she's stumped. out to. She's out to fucking lunch. Um, and I was like, wait, uh, she said, take care of my little sister. I was thinking, how did she know she was going to become retarded? But, oh, this is the other one. Yeah. But just uh, the agency thinks this is the original Nancy for some reason. Because so the narration is layers. telling you this is just Nancy. But it's not. Okay. Too many layers. <laughs> now I get it. And that's the end of Rod. Guys, uh, I, end of the Rod. guys I fucking loved it. I thought it was all right. I thought it was okay. Yeah. I I I really I got a fucking kick out of this anime if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had such a good time because again we I watch we should watch the whole 26 episode show. Oh right? yeah, I'll get right on that know. shit. Um, uh, I fucking um, I went in with zero expectations whatsoever, and um, came out on the other side very pleased. It's a it's a kind of a schlocky. Um, very much so. 
it's it's a, it's a schlocky espionage, you know. Uh, How much espionage is there really, though? Fuck it. I don't know. I had a great. I had a great time. I enjoyed the characters. I love the dynamic between Nancy and Book Girl. Yeah. Uh, My favorite sequence of the entire show is when Nancy is doing is uh, tying her hair and do a braid. I thought that was so lovely. That was nice. I thought that was such just a simple way to show that their relationship is developed in the second episode, and I thought it was beautifully done. Um, It's ridiculous and over the top in all the best ways. Yes. I had such a great it's time a, watching it. It's an OVA from the early 2000s, so it looks great, obviously. Yeah, yeah I thought the, it's very I well thought drawn. The, the animation was quite nice, quite, dare I say, exquisite at times. I like the, uh, I like the world it makes as well. Because, like, you know, this, this uh, kind of OSS or, you know, uh, MI6 equivalent, yeah. they use kind of old-timey technology, but not like the most tropey kinds, you know? Um, yeah, I mean it's it's tropey to have a underground British intelligence agency. Mm. It's all on the down low, but yeah, the twist that it's like steampunk librarians. I, I like it. Interesting. I like that part. Um, uh, some of the character designs, like the you know, uh, re- disregarding like the the villains themselves, the way they sure, look, sure. like especially that. Uh, that uh, Journey to the West guy, he lo- just looks so dumb. <laughs> like, it's really simple. Like, he's just a guy in a robe. I don't know. I'm totally okay with it. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't infect my enjoyment whatsoever. Sure. Because I, I just, it just seemed like the, the tone of the, the, you know, the show itself. Like, I didn't, I didn't think that anything really seemed out of, pa- out of place in that regard. Like, it's mm. tropey, and it's pulling apart, you know, it's pulling characters from literary history, I guess. But then also sometimes it's like musicians or, you know, just great figures from history, and I'm fine with them overly simplifying them. I had a great time watching it. Yeah. Fuck, fuck it. Glad to hear it. Was a pretty good. Must say. Well, What'd you think, was... Mr. Declan? I told you. I thought it was good. All right, good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than you did. That's Somewhat. fine. Oh, that's definitely. Oh, yeah. But... Mm. I'm glad I I'm glad it's in my brain now. Nick, can Forever. you hit me can you hit me with John Adams, please? <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, okay let's To take, the representative from w- New York. W- <laughs> I have watched the entirety of Read or Die. And it has come to my understanding that we must either read together or die together. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, we might go out on that one, but uh, let's try. You know, let's let's have a few takes here. Can can you say? Sure. uh, Hello, I am early American patriot John Adams. Now, you've learned to join or die, and you have watched read or die. But now I press upon you the American people to either suck my patriotic cock or die. Thank you, John.